So I know it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And we are like three weeks into quarantine here. Um, you Do you need to use some things here? I think I see where you're going with this, and I was going to go the same direction, but we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm, I'm good. All right, I, I mean, mean, I could probably use a shave. You're, you're okay? I mean, do you yeah. need to use my laundry? My laundry my laundry's still working because you are wearing the exact same thing you did last week, John. Look who's talking. Let me look who's talking. You're wearing the same shirt, too. No, I'm not. I wore a hoodie last week. Well, you didn't. I most certainly did. I don't believe you. I wore a hoodie last week. I don't think so. <laughs> and uh, so, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's the same hat. Yeah, you you, were in the, you got the same sunglasses with yeah. you, same hat. <laughs> My hair hasn't changed much, but I do need to shave again. <clears throat> Actually, I don't mind this. Oh, I just man. I hate that bush. It drives me nuts. Uh, well, you know, speaking of bush, you saw that they are offering a three month free beer supply. To I did, yes, dog. yes. I love that. Now, if I could just find one, <laughs> a bush lot of a, a lot of the shelters in this area around here are saying they're completely cleaned out of animals right now. Like a lot of the dogs in a lot of shelters, there there aren't anymore. People eating them? God, I hope not. I'm going to have a lot of people to shoot if they are. Why all of a sudden are run on animals? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I've, I've been seeing this on Facebook. It's been on the news. I heard it on the radio on the way here tonight. But people people are saying that... I, I don't understand. People are saying that they're dropping off animals at shelters, too. I've heard that, too, because they're morons. And I'll leave it at that, because I get pretty touchy about animals and such. So. Okay, well, anyways... Um, <laughs> yeah. Different subject. This is episode 51. Oh, yeah, it is. Have, <laughs> uh, how did your rate on Area 51 go? I didn't participate in that crap. You kidding oh, me? I thought you were going to go. No. Why hmm. the hell would I do that? That's in, what is it, Nevada? Well, uh, yeah. You've never been to Nevada? I've been, never, I've been pretty near Area 51. Closest I've been to Nevada is Minnesota. Not very close at all. No. No, no. point in case. <laughs> I, I do know a guy, you mentioned near it, I, so my buddy's dad was on a fishing trip out there in a lake that borders Area 51. And Room Lake? Yes, yeah. Oh. No, oh. no, you know, radios or anything, no cell phones back then. And yeah, apparently they, you know, anchor line kind of broke and they drifted into the restricted area and were immediately surrounded by military boats, helicopters, and a couple of big hummers. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Scared the crap out of them. No idea what was going on or where he was or anything at the time. I think um, I want I think I know where I want to go with this episode. You you ready for some fun tonight? Yeah, I'll give it a go. We've been uh, enjoying this finely mixed beverage here. There and, you go. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> It's time to hit the trail, lock in those hubs, and throw it into low range. Because you are listening to Wheel It with Keith and Johnny Orange. Broadcasting from the Thin Line Off-Road Studio, they're here to talk about 4x4s, trucks, and everything to do with enjoying the great outdoors. Buckle up, here's your hosts, Keith and Johnny Orange. So, Area 51. Obviously, we don't know what's on it. We don't know... 
We know they got some Humvees, probably some old Jeeps. They got some big mm-hmm. old military trucks, things like that. We're, we're never going to know for sure what's really there. No, they, they've got it officially stated as an open training range. I do know that for many, many years, many, many years at Area 51, if people got too close to the borders of it, they were met by guards in a white Jeep Cherokee. Oh, really? Yeah, that was nice. that was kind of like a famous thing, and and huh. I don't know if that's still the case, mm-hmm. but it used to be. And I think eventually it went to suburbans, but for a long time, that was the thing. Was once you saw a white Jeep Cherokee coming at you, you better turn around <laughs> and go the other way. I uh, see him a Jeep guy. Go up, might be waving at him. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep going. Well, that was something I always thought it'd be kind of fun. Like I, I think that's one of the worst colors for a Jeep Cherokee. I agree. I, I'm, I'm not, not a, big, a fan of them. I'm not I a like dark white color. Yeah, I'm not a no. white. All together, on I vehicles. hate shiny bright crap. I want dark black, no chrome, no shiny anything. But that's what I like. I always thought it'd be cool to maybe build a wheeling rig like an XJ, mm-hmm. like do a white one, and then um, like stencil on the side of it Area 51 surveillance team <laughs> or something like that. That would be sweet, you know, just see how Ultra many people, quiet exhaust system, of yeah, course, see how many people get the joke, you know, for sure. That would be awesome. But but here's the question that I want to I want to pose tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, someday in the future, uh, I hope that it's us, uh, or maybe even an alien civilization out there, but if you were going to wheel on another planet, and you were going to wheel, or even just on the moon, I mean, obviously we have supposedly uh, <laughs> wheeled on the moon with mm-hmm. the, uh, the the lunar rover, or yeah. whatever they called that thing. I don't know, lunar something. Yeah, they, they had the, the off-road buggy that the they took. The moon buggy. Yeah, the moon buggy. <laughs> and I think Firestone developed the, the wheels slash tires for it. Nice. There was a bunch I'm, of different things. Google that real quick. Yeah, look I'm it up, man. Now. Um, but uh, I, if, I have no internet. Never mind. Yeah. Well, if you're going to wheel on a, on the surface of another planet, mm-hmm. like, well, there's an example there. So uh, the moon's not a different planet. It's a moon. It's a satellite yes. that, that goes around us. But, you know, like you said, supposedly, uh, of course, probably we did send someone to the moon. Mm-hmm. And they took a vehicle and their moon buggy and they drove around on the moon. Mm-hmm. And it That's worked. what we need to get for the museum. A moon buggy? The ultimate well, off-road vehicle. Yeah, no, I've actually, believe it or not, I've looked into it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a college, I don't remember who did it, but um, maybe 10 years ago, mm-hmm. built a 100% replica as cool. a, like a, a science project. Yeah. They built one to say, okay, how can we do this and this and this and this? It was donated to another museum, and that museum has it on display. Ah, uh, that'd so, be cool, but nice. But it would be super cool. Yeah, if there's a, if there's a, maybe a tech center out there or yeah. somebody that wants to build a replica moon buggy, we would love to oh, display yeah. it at the museum. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't look anything up. Your internet is out again. Yeah, I can tell that. Um, yeah. It's producer Andrew and Stephanie over there who are using all of the internet on us. But yeah, oh, oh, it's rethinking. It's rethinking. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, we'll keep going. I'm not going to trust it. Well, but but here's the thing. So could be this thing too. Let's so. say you're on the lunar surface, mm-hmm. or you're on another planet, and you're going to do some off-roading. Mm-hmm. So, or like I said, you're an alien species, and you're going to do some off-roading. What are our limitations? What are we going to do? What what else? Hmm. That's a good question. Well, like the moon. Ah, that's a good question. The moon buggy. That thing, I didn't know until I read about it, apparently folded into basically a suitcase. Really? Yeah. 
the whole huh. the whole car folded in the middle, folded again different ways. The tires folded down, and it was made so it was packaged up, and then they could get it to the moon surface. That's cool. We should have had producer Andrew speak about this, who's wearing his NASA T-shirt today. <laughs> um, he probably knows a lot about the moon buggy. But they apparently, when they landed on the moon, they pulled this thing out, they mm-hmm. unfolded it, locked it all together. It that was electric. Awesome. They were able to do. And it wasn't, you know, originally, I thought they did it just to be a publicity stunt of, oh, yeah. we can drive a car on the moon. No, the, the reason they did it was so they could travel a lot of distance on the moon because prior yeah. to that, previous moon missions, they were only able to go as far as they could walk mm-hmm. with their constraints of air. You know, yeah. you and I being divers, we know about that. Oh, yeah. How much oh, air, yeah. how much time, rebreathers, things like that. Where with the moon buggy, they were able to take additional air packs with them. Mm-hmm. And I think, now mind you... This has been probably, I haven't done any research on this right now. Mm-hmm. This has probably been months since I've even read about this thing. But I want to say they, they were able to travel something like 120 miles of surface. Now, I don't know if that was linear or just hmm. all over the place. But they were able to travel a significant amount of the moon surface because they had built this off-roader for the moon. Yeah. Now, imagine that today with the battery technology we have now. Yeah. Can you imagine like a oh Tesla on the moon? Dude. They they launched one. Well, they not to the moon. Not they the launched, lunar, they they launched, launched it into a space. full blown Tesla into space. We actually did a this day in off road history for yeah. the museum about the Tesla and Starman. Yeah. Today they lost contact, but mm-hmm. by the trajectory, it should be just past Pluto. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's still a planet. I don't care what anybody says. It will always be a planet. It was Pluto, in my book of no. planets when I was a kid. No. It's a planet. Yes. Pluto is not a planet. <laughs> Everyone knows Pluto. Pluto. Is a Disney cartoon dog, <laughs> but that puts into question, so, as we all know, who, what the heck is Goofy? I don't know, but let's if we're gonna get into this, let's not talk about Uranus for too long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Moving right. on. Who we got? So, so you know the moon buggy. They had this thing. They they put it together, and they were able to. It was awesome. You know. Yeah. Um, but other planets are going to have other, you know... Oh, yeah, different terrain. Yeah, different terrain, yeah. things like that. Uh, I did read just a little while ago that NASA has partnered with Toyota mm-hmm. to produce a, another moon buggy for the next moon landing mm-hmm. and one that they can use on Mars. Nice. And the concepts. Have you seen the concepts of it? I haven't. I haven't heard anything about this. What's kind of cool is it looks like an old FJ40, the front end. Nice. It's got like the Toyota grill on it. Nice. <laughs> Back to something simple. What works? Yeah, what well, works. So That's perfect for this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. They, Toyota is working with their technology departments to build uh, another See, moon. I, I would figure whatever it is, got to have something lightweight. Yeah. Now, and the moon might be different because of the gravity difference. You might need something with more weight to keep you down. Yeah, I don't know on that, man. But I don't know. God, can you imagine getting air up there? How great that would be? Get oh, yeah. To shoot off. Yeah, well, absolutely. That would be pretty hard. But that would be so cool to go there. To the moon or to another planet? Well, both. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, I prefer like the Stargate theory, you know, just walk through a circle of water looking stuff. But I, I'd I, be, God, that'd be cool. I fully believe as an explorer in my as an explorer at heart mm-hmm. and going different places, I fully believe I will go to another planet someday. I would love to. I, I, you know, the whole Mars taking two years to get there. There, as long as I can get back, I'd be full well willing to do that. Yeah, four years of your life to give up just to go walk on another planet in a heartbeat. 
Yeah. No, that I, I, would be amazing. I got to say, I'd probably, if it wasn't for the kids, I would probably do that. But yeah. But I do think I'll go there someday. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to take me two years to get there. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> I, you know, we're speaking science fiction, Area 51. Mm-hmm. I am one of the maybe couple thousand Americans that have signed up to be cryogenically frozen when mm-hmm. I die. You know, I've seen that in a TV episode. TV it's <laughs> it's going to happen, man. I mean, right. I might get woken up in 400 years, and who knows what the future is going to be like. I'm excited, but see, the, I'm that, gonna find you. I'm gonna take a sharpie and draw something on your forehead. <laughs> so when you wake up and you see that, that was me. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, with me, that is that that just shows my internal optimism. I yeah. believe that no matter what happens out there, you know this this virus that we're in right now, or, mm-hmm. or you know whatever war we ever get into, or whatever like that, we're gonna get through it as a human race, and we're gonna oh, persevere, yeah. and we're gonna eventually go to other planets, and we're gonna. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah, watched spread it there uh, on Netflix. Yeah, spread it there on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Have, have, sorry. You, have you watched that? Uh, um, oh, I'm trying to think of the name of it right now. Altered Carbon. Yes, I haven't watched second season yet. But it's, uh, second season's weird, man. I I kind of gathered that from the preview. Yeah, it's weird and slow, but um, yeah, I'm I, I kind of want to rewatch it. season one because I know there's some crossover stuff. I don't quite remember all the details yeah, about. There is. There is. Yeah, dude, I liked it though. It was really good. One of the things that, uh, speaking of futuristic uh, off-roading, and I remember this from years ago. Did you ever see the old show Terra Nova? I told you about that show. Did you really? Yeah, pretty sure I did. It's a good show. Or maybe you told me about it at some point. Well, whatever the case Regardless, may be. Regardless, dude, I it's, love it's it. It's supposed to be a, it's a show that takes place like in the year 2100 slash 3 million years in the past. <laughs> yeah. Because they go back in time, but they take their futuristic 2100 vehicles yeah. back to 3 million years in the past. They still need to come back with season And you two. notice they had solid axles in their off-road vehicles? I didn't. I don't remember that right now. They're, it's been a while off, since I've seen it. They're off-road vehicles that they bop around <laughs> uh, 3 million years in the past in that show. Mm-hmm. Have solid axles. Yeah, they like, had to build rugged stuff to survive. So I'm like, oh, yeah, in the year 2100 or 20, 2090, mm-hmm. whatever. I know it's supposed to be like 100 years in the future from now, basically. People will or still be years. using the references from our show with the 8-lug episode, building these futuristic vehicles. <laughs> It'll like probably I, be far better axles. Like I said before, I would, love, I would love it if, you know, 400, 500, 600 years in the future, somebody is listening to old podcasts from... That'd be Way great. Back Examples of what not to do in the future. Yeah, and they're listening to a couple of idiots that, <laughs> yeah. you know, just ramble on about. I love it. I don't care. I love it. Hi, future people. Hopefully you're watching too. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break, buddy, and let's 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 reground ourselves on Sounds this area good. 51 episode. See you in a minute. Hey, it sounds like it's time to swap out that old engine for something better, John. Yeah, man, but I have so much into my trans and transfer case set up already. I don't want to change those two. Sounds like you need to call Quick Draw Brand Adapters. They specialize in conversion bell housings for nearly all diesel and gasoline engines, including the new 2.8R Cummins. You know, I like weird engines, though. I want something different. Then you definitely need to visit quickdrawbrand.com today. They have those hard to find parts. They also have used diesel engines available. You can call them at 513-446-9654. Cool, I'll do that. See what they have. Thanks. We good? Yeah, we're going. We're go? You Everybody sure? just heard me go, oh, it's so good. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, so anyways, man, um, what? <laughs> just roll with it. I, was, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the it's going to be a fun episode. I, it is. It is. <laughs> I like thinking about the future of things. Mm-hmm. 
I like thinking about the future of off-roading. I think about, about future guns I'm going to get. Did you see... Um, seeing, the, seeing the end of Project XJ, or completion of. Yeah. That, that's a better phrase of it. In I don't want to see the end in of it. In quarantine, you should do this. I know. I, I was actually discussing that with a, a buddy of mine over a couple of beers and a fire the other day about getting out there and finishing, well, starting to at least get going on it again. Get that tube, uh, rocker tube welded in. There you go. I have the support in there. Now I just have to put the jack on it and... Yeah, you know what? What the hell? We're like, I think this is probably three or four episodes now that we have not done any sort of four by four news. I don't know. I don't remember. Mm. But sure, sure. Go <laughs> ahead. Give us your Project XJ updates. No, that was it. Oh, good. Yeah. All <laughs> yeah. right. Well, it's painted, ready to be welded in. I still have to do it. I think that was the last update. <laughs> Project Excursion update. In all fairness, it had gotten really cold, and now it's not. Oh, uh, so. that's true. Yeah. Project Excursion just recently got an oil change. Oh. but. On top Didn't of were we talking about that last week? We were. Um, on top of that, when I was laying under there looking at the underside of that vehicle, I'm like, wow, there is a lot of rust. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the club, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't been under that thing in like a year, and it is leaking so much oil that everything under there is covered in oil, so I don't know how much... <laughs> Welcome to the club, buddy. <laughs> no. I don't worry about any more rust. <laughs> I, I literally have... Former body braces that are just hanging there. They're not attached to anything. I'm not quite that bad yet. <laughs> it is I don't know bad. How. I, I mean, I, I have like the, the body mount from the tub, yeah. the rubber, and then the frame mount, and then there's a gap all around. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm at that point where I'm like, do I attempt to weld all this in? Do I attempt to body swap it? Do I just drive it until something major falls off and then replace it? That's kind of where I'm going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I was going to try and fix it, and I, I had plans to buy all the reinforcement stuff I needed yeah. to. And then I was under there one day looking, and I'm like, yeah, I just got to tub swap it. It's not worth fixing Even if you point. don't tub swap it, I mean, even if you just bought a clean TJ and just swapped over all your parts, you know? That's an idea, too, but I really like my heavy-duty frame repair, yeah. and I don't want to have to refigure out how I mounted the engine mounts. Oh, well, there's that. That was such a pain. You could do it again easy enough. Oh, I'm, I'm sure Second I could. Time I, still, I still want to do this. I need an LJ from a front-end collision. I want the firewall back. I'm going to cut it right at the firewall. I'm going to cut mine behind the B-pillar and make a custom four-door TJ. With a really long bed. Yeah. I'll do it one day. I don't care how bad it looks. Your I'm break, gonna do your it. Your <laughs> breakover angles can be terrible, man. I don't care. That'd be cool as hell. <laughs> Custom four-door. It, it's, I mean, they're not that much longer than the TJs. They're longer, but... Yeah, no, I, I think it's something like, I don't know, 14 inches or something. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's a little closer to like a truck at that point. Yeah. But no. it'd be... I think it'd be cool as hell. I think you'd be probably in the neighborhood of the length of a Gladiator. Probably. Thereabouts. Yeah. It'd be it'd be pretty much a TD Gladiator by oh, the yeah. time you're done. At that point, I'd have to go to a full long arm suspension, which I'm okay with doing that anyways. Sure. I want to, eventually... I, I mean, I'd have to lengthen the rear drive shaft, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. I, you know, I've, I, obviously the suspension change, but I, I figure, uh, I know a guy who gets uh, the LJs in every now and then, gets between 10 and 14 grand on them. <sighs> yeah. That's yeah. A, they're pricey, man. Yeah. That's why I need to find one in a rollover. If I got to do body work on the rest of it, so be it. Yeah. But... Oh, I want to do it so bad. I want to stretch a TJ tub. No, it's not the same. I want to bastardize, too. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just saying stretch another, I don't know, whatever you can do. Nah. Take. 
I, I like the idea of doing that. I like doing stupid stuff like well, that. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that well, would be cool. So, you know, Project Excursion, with us being in the middle of Armageddon right now, mm-hmm. I mean, do I just want to just cut all the rust out and just put, like, diamond plate? Plate in it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about just, that, too. I'd just make it a complete bug-out vehicle. I kind of did see a guy who did that with a, an XJ. I could call it the Boogaloo Choo Choo. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. No, this guy was so on the XJs. I don't know if you remember ever being on the years where the shocks mount. There's like a whole support that goes uh, left to right on it. Yeah, yeah. It's the rear cargo support part sure, of the frame. Sure. Yeah. So this guy's was completely rotted out, like you said, hanging down in pieces. So the guy cut all of it out. Plated everything in with like 316 steel. There you <laughs> and go. And then just welded shock tabs on, and it looked amazing. I took screenshots of it. It's, it's a backup idea. I mean, you know. I mean, it looked great. Mine are solid. Yeah. You know, it's 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 weird seeing so many of these on these Facebook pages I'm on that are so badly rusted. They've got half the miles mine do. They're in better climates than mine has ever been. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing left of them. I can't believe... How good of shape mine is in compared to these? That's because no one's driven on your ro- yours on the road for the last twenty years. Ten. <laughs> All right. Maybe twelve. Yeah, exactly. But re- regardless, I mean, you see the half the right, the miles difference. I'm seeing some of these hundred and twenty thousand miles. There's nothing left of the unirails. True. Mine are solid front to back. Okay, fair solid. enough. Solid, and I just. I'll stick back with the old idea. You know, the, the, some of the older metals were better. Okay. Like the the whole block concept on those. The older blocks were better than the HO blocks. Mm-hmm. Let me phrase it. They were stronger. <laughs> okay. It's just a difference in manufacturing at the time. So, anyways, <laughs> anyway. uh, out of the specifics. So, so back to our futuristic wheel on yeah, other Area fifty one. Area fifty one. <laughs> um. That would be. There you go. That would be a concern. Um. For off road vehicles like. Let's say I didn't read the article. I just saw something the other day about how they're they're building the first, or they they have a challenge. I think is what it is out there mm-hmm. for people to build a um, Venusian rover because they want to explore Venus, um, which hmm. is our closest planet to is closer to us than Mars. Yeah, but part of the problem they have is there's so many. I think it's acids in the air and various mm. of the corrosives mm-hmm. that. There's a lot more challenge to build a vehicle for Venus that will it. travel along that's not obviously going to corrode apart or yeah. just destroy itself. And weigh 50,000 tons. So, yeah. <laughs> so, what do they, you know, what do they do? So, that's a, that's hmm. a challenge there for other planets and other... That'd be interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's... That's that's one of the things. You know, you people talk about spaceships and they talk about going to all these other planets mm-hmm. and doing all these other things. And there's sci-fi movies, but the reality is, is the the surfaces of these planets we're still yeah. going to explore via vehicle most mm-hmm. likely um, at some point, anyway. Yeah, and it's going to be yeah d- different surfaces for each one, so they need to have something that's going to be yeah, absolutely. You know, probably purpose built for each planet. Oh, I'm sure. It'd be interesting to see, though, what they come up with when that... I mean, hopefully we're still around. <laughs> Dude, I plan on being. Yeah. I, I God, that'd be so cool to do that. I still... I've, I've always loved the concept of the, the whole Stargate thing. Yeah. Just, the, you know, going to... Exploring other planets like that, seeing the different cultures that were 
I'll say stalled in evolutionary time mm -hmm. due to lack of outside influences. I love that concept about those. Why don't you go hop in the one downtown? The Sonic Ring? The one downtown Detroit. Oh, yeah, because I don't know how to turn it on. Oh, They okay. don't have the dialing program. <laughs> yeah, in case our listeners don't know, there is a Stargate in downtown Detroit. Just about. <laughs> in Campus Marshes Park. I mean, this thing looks like a Stargate. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I don't know what it's supposed to be. I don't know. I, <laughs> you and I, uh, we were that was our first uh, TV appearance mm -hmm. together was on there, down at Campus Marshes. Uh, together, yeah. Yeah, together. We were on Detroit 187. Yep. I was on the news once or twice before that with the dive team, different dive team. But oh. Yeah. No, that was Detroit 187 was there. That, yeah. that was still one of my favorite. I think I was on Cops a couple times before that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I mean, I was with the cops, but that doesn't really count. <laughs> I'm not going to say which side I was on, you know. Oh, now I want to know. After there. Oh, we were supposed to tell me something last week. Anyways. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're having a lot of fun with this one. Mm -hmm. I, I just, you know, thinking of the the various challenges of exploring other planets, mm -hmm. um, and like we said, do aliens wheel somewhere? I mean... Oh, they have to. You think so? I'm sure about that, or, you know, like the Star Trek little shuttle ships, they fly around or something. How, how cool would that be if someday um, we are contacted by another civilization, and we, we make contact, and there's this exchange of histories and lifestyles and everything and mm -hmm. we're able to be peaceful and this and that and we can someday have alien off-road vehicles in the museum that would be awesome <laughs> i hope that any of them people out there listening or those other races intelligent beings will consider the museum of off-road adventure as their primary display <laughs> and ambassador <laughs> to the united states and the world that you know we will display and tell their story of everything <laughs> there you go i mean i think i i agree i agree as we get to play with their guns and that's well, there's a, <laughs> I, I mean i would love if we ever find you know say a flying saucer encased in ice in antarctica or something like that to have it on display in the that would be cool we, I mean, that's an off-road here's the vehicle. question do we hang it or do we like put it on the ground you know i don't know it depends does it have landing gear or not i don't know i mean i would assume it would or, or does it just sit there and float in which case, that'd probably be the easiest thing to move around. So you know, put it e on the even, ground. Even on that note, I would love, I don't know if they still are in existence, I would love to have a real flying saucer in the museum. Now you're throwing me for a loop. What do you mean now I'm throwing you for a loop? During World War II, at the very end oh. of World War II, the Nazis experimented yeah. with the flying saucer design. I remember seeing little and bits of that. Yeah, yeah, there's old black and white photos of, of things they were messing with, and um, none of them were highly successful, supposedly. Yeah, they, um, well, they say that's what they want us to believe. Yeah, that's what they want us to believe, <laughs> yeah. but uh, it cool, would, I mean, if there's one of sweet. those suckers out there that uh, somehow ended up in private hands or, you know, I don't know. Probably not in the U.S., but if hey, we had a way to get them. Have you seen the flying wing, the Nazi flying wing that was in, uh, or that's in the Smithsonian? I don't recall, honestly. I've seen that. Have you been to the Smithsonian? No. Nope. Oh, you have never been to the Air and Space Museum? I have not, no. Super cool. They have one of the... It's in like D.C. or something, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been there. I don't know what it is called specifically, but there's a flying, it's a flying wing, mm -hmm. and it's it was built during World War II. And, I mean, it looks like a stealth bomber. That's cool. It's super cool to see. 
It is su- super, super neat to see. Nice. Uh, and, uh, you know, and it was like a secret for years and this and yeah. that. But now they have one there that they're, it's, I think it's the only one known to exist and they were starring it. <laughs> well, and, so you mentioned a secret. I just, this is one of these facts I read about Area 51. You had, you before had to close your computer so they didn't see you. Oh, no, I don't care. Oh, okay. They're, they're probably watching us now, but whatever. <laughs> no, um, so Area 51 wasn't even officially acknowledged as existing until by the CIA until 2013. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and that was only due to the Freedom of Information Act. And Google Earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's... Well, let me open it back up. There's what? There is a name for it outside of Area 51. Uh, where'd it go here? Officially called... <laughs> that's going to go... Homey Airport or Groom Lake. Homey? Homey. H-O-M-E-Y All your homies Airport. are there? I guess so. <laughs> okay. It was named after the salt flat situated next to its airfield. So weird. So Well, yeah. you know, Area 51 is a section of the base that's there. Yeah, that's... I had read something about that. Yeah, I, it's I'm not, not the, it's not the entire this, base. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Something like a 6 by 10 mile thing or something. Whatever happened with that Storm Area 51 miles. thing? Didn't like 37 people show up and have a party remember, or something? Yeah. I, I have no idea. I, I don't I don't think they knew. I, I found run. it up. I, God, I don't know. That's so stupid. <laughs> oh, that irritates me. Just because you me. can't Naruto run. I'm not going to try. You're it not. is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm going to leave it at that because I have nothing nice whatsoever to say about it. It just irritates and pisses me off. <laughs> I, I love those memes right now that say... Um, all these people freaking out about you know what's going on oh. right now. It's proof that they couldn't <laughs> yeah. handle you know what would have been an Area Fifty One. Yeah. At the same time, it's you know proof we can't handle hearing the truth about aliens. It's the same thing. Yeah. But yeah. It's sad but true. Man, I right. would love it. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, what? You, oh, you're talking about the. Uh, no, meeting aliens and learning the truth. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the meme that's going around. I'm, you know, never mind. I'm not going to even say it. I'll tell you in the, <laughs> break. Me in the break. Let's just take a break. Sounds good. We'll see you in a minute. Ah, <laughs> uh, spring. It means so many things. Birds, flowers, warmer temperatures, and oh, let's not forget, bugs. Don't let pesky bugs take over your home. Call ABC Home and Commercial Services. They have the solution for your spiders, wasps, box elder bugs, Asian lady beetles, cluster flies, and more. ABC Home and Commercial Services, the best in pests. Call 810-794-5678. I just realized something here, John. Mm. Anyone, like if we do hashtag Area 51 or anything like that, Mm -hmm. especially in the YouTube video, Anyone who is expecting to hear like this <laughs> conspiracy stuff and all this is going to be like so disappointed by this episode. Because, nah, sorry, because oh, you got to check your mic. <laughs> it's like twisting bad. Oh, there we go. But lock I mean, it, lock it back down. It's falling oh, already. Because we are. Um, there you go. Are you happy with that? It works. It's all, all right. right. Um, because. I mean, we're not big conspiracy guys. We don't not really. We don't really research into that. We don't. Subscribe. I don't get that deep into it. No. No. I believe there's a lot we're not being told. I guarantee that. But yeah, like the schedule for next year's uh, when the McRib's coming out. Yeah, that yeah. that for example. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I know people who've been involved in military operations in the past that knew about technology that was not publicly available. Or publicly known about till like the last few years that they've been using since the seventies. Oh, absolutely, stuff like that. Absolutely, so, yeah. I uh, I know a guy uh, that uh, 
basically has been working for an electronics laboratory, electronics, let's just say, um, mobile technology laboratory. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me how they were playing with smartphones mm-hmm. back in the late 90s. Oh, yeah. But, you know, obviously these things didn't even become yeah. a thing until... Again, we remember talking about the watch a couple episodes ago, the MSN watch I was talking about. Oh, yeah, The yeah, smartwatch yeah. before the smartwatch is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I like to be an optimist. I like to think about all of these great technologies that could possibly come oh, yeah. in the future. Space travel. I love the idea of space travel. Absolutely. That, I love it. God, that'd be great. Uh, you know, I, it's, it's there. We just haven't gotten it yet. So. It's money. It's necessity. That's the biggest it's, thing. It's the... There's so much that has to be put towards the development of it, and unfortunately, it is an astronomical cost to do that. I so. read a while ago, and it was actually the first time my eyes really opened up, and I wish I had it in front of me because I'm only thinking of it right now, but uh, it really opened my eyes to the the question of why we have not um, returned to the moon mm-hmm. and continued with a lot of stuff that we uh, were originally doing like in the 60s where we were just hard and heavy in the yeah. early 70s. And it explained that, I guess, sometime in the early 70s, the way that funding for NASA is changed. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening is every time we now have a different Congress, different president, they vote on the funding for NASA and yeah. all this and that. And things are always changing up. So... NASA can make these big plans, like we're going to go to Mars and we're yeah. going to do this by this year. But, but the, the pro- budget changes. The, the next budget change. changes. Yeah. yeah, and it's constantly can't lock a- anything down if there's no predictability to exactly. it. Exactly, and yeah. that's why you got guys like uh, Elon Musk with SpaceX, mm-hmm. where he's just like doing it on his own. Just forget you, I'll do it. I, I I do believe that SpaceX is probably going to be the first one to go to Mars oh, yeah. or to do some of the the, the next stages. The crazy thing, we're sitting here right now. Obviously, I don't have these numbers in front of me, but you can pay for a trip to space on, you know, SpaceX or whatever. They, you know, they had that one billionaire that paid for a trip to go to space or something like that. Are they doing the trips now? I don't know if they are for sure now, but you, I'm just, the, the evolution of this, I mean, to the future from now, you've got how much it's going to cost now. Call it a billion dollars. They're going to put you on a rocket sending you to space for a weekend and come back. Nice. And then you look 20 years in the future, it's going to be like 300 bucks or something. Yeah, it very well could be. <laughs> yeah. That's the part I'm looking forward to is when it actually comes down to, you know, you and me go, hey, let's go do an episode on the moon. They released a new Mars, you know, moon rover today. Sure. And we can just go there and interview the manufacturer that's there. That would be awesome. Yeah. That and would... it's going to be like 20 bucks or something. That would be awesome. That'll be great. You know, actually, it's funny you mentioned that. Do you think they're having any uh, coronavirus concerns on the International Space Station? Is there even been up there right now? They're probably the only immune... Well, they are the only immune people. (laughs) Uh, Producer Andrew, is there anybody on the uh, International Space Station right now? Well, Producer Andrew says They're the only safe people everywhere. (laughs) So I wonder if they're going to delay them coming back to Earth right now. Depending on the amount of supplies they have. I wonder. I mean... That's. Can you look that up, or see if you can find anything real quick on it? Yeah, he's he's like no. Yeah. Producer Andrew's like screw you. I would, but I've um, got no internet. <laughs> uh, 
So, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, that's the weirdest. <laughs> that's a thought, yeah. Yeah, worldwide pandemic like this, like what's... Yeah. Everyone... Or I was also wondering, are they having any problems in Antarctica? Hmm. Probably not. I would imagine not just due to the lack of travel. Contact. I mean, I'm sure they're hearing about it and they're just limiting people going there. Yes. But so, well, I, I mean, still want to go there. It's yeah. still in my job search history. I, I've got a couple searches saved for positions. I had an offer there. I remember talking to you about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, before I forget, because I forgot to do this the last like four episodes. Producer Andrew says there are currently three people on the International Space Station. Oh, they nice. may be the last three people in the world. Perhaps, perhaps. Anyways, yeah. so before I forget this again, so this this goes back a while now. You posted a letter you got from Petersons about the whole magazine and lack of print. True. What did that letter say? You posted the picture. I'm pretty sure we never discussed it though. Um, I could be wrong. That they were extending your subscription over to Four Wheeler. Yes, and it just it just carries on. Yeah. Huh. Because they're not getting rid of Four Wheeler right now. No, I, I remember that they're, part. They're yeah. keeping Four Wheeler because it's uh, it is so much better content with so many more ads. So you know who you need to purchase your products from. That's I'm, I'll say this on there. That's the sole reason I didn't get that magazine is there were so many ads. It's like seventy five percent ads. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Moving on before. Yep. <laughs> so now, so what if now, you wanted to cancel your subscription? They gonna I, refund it? Now I had. No, I would have. What, are they going to refund the $13 a year I paid or whatever? Yeah, I would want that back. <laughs> no, it's fine. I do read through them, but I'm going to tell you right now that um, four-wheeler... So like three years of it. I never even what's through. weird. What's weird to me is four-wheeler is like the paper version of Instagram because the oh. the pictures in it are super high-res, super... See, I like that. Well, no, they're, yeah, they're super high-res. They're super cool action shots, Yeah, but... I just I don't see the content being like Peterson's was. See, I miss I Peterson's love the builds. That was why I got the Peterson's magazine was the yeah. builds and some of the new product stuff. And like I said I, I had two or three years worth of them in a stack that I I used to read it cover to cover. Mm-hmm. Every article in it, whether I liked the vehicle or not. I I don't remember why, but I kind of fell behind for a while. Mm, excuse me. So I got to the point I'd just read through and what interested me I'd read. And I got through about six months pretty quick. And then again, something else came up and I just stopped reading them. So I still have a huge stack of them I haven't even gone through. Oh, the Petersons? Yeah. I don't even know. They're yeah. packed in the basement somewhere. You know, I, I'm going to tell you right now, unless something changes majorly, I'm not going to be renewing four-wheeler when it comes to... I mean, there was yeah. a reason that I wasn't... I had four-wheeler years ago. There was mm-hmm. a reason I got rid of four-wheeler. Um, I've got yeah. four-wheeler again. It's telling me again why I didn't have four-wheeler. Um, I, you know, and I'm not bashing four wheeler. I just think that there's. I haven't even seen one of those in so long. Um, if you got one, I'd like to. I'd love to flip through <laughs> and your stack of mail from today. Yeah, I got one today in the mail. <laughs> nice. But I mean, I don't know if this one's any better or any worse. But mm. the last one I got was so much ads, man. Yeah, I'll take and a look I get, at that. Ad. And I get that they have to, um, you know, pay for their space. I, yeah. I know my mom owns a newspaper. She. Yeah. They have to pay for ad space, but there's a certain point where your content, you know, you still yeah. have to have content that people want to pay for. Yeah. I have no interest in paying for a pamphlet full of advertisements. Yeah. I get that crap in the mail every Sunday. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Even um, that. Speaking of uh, the thumbprint uh, news that mm-hmm. my mom owns, I, um, I've i started writing for them a little bit. Oh, I just did nice. a really interesting piece on 
and maybe we could do a, an episode someday. But uh, I, you know how we talk about sometimes those automotive histories and yeah. or mysteries and stuff. Mm-hmm. I found myself asking the question through a random Google rabbit hole that I was in the other day, which you've been in those before. Yes. <laughs> um, who before I knew it at six in the morning was the first female truck driver. Like race truck or no, like big rig. And I, I, actually, I actually found um, the story. It's it's debated who the first one is, mm-hmm. and I found the story of two awesome women pioneers who were truck drivers. Nice. And I ended up writing a feature length article. Oh, cool! For the Thumbprint News, and that'll cool. be coming out here in a month or two in the Thumbprint News. Very and, cool. You know, I'll share that on. Uh, it, it is a really interesting story, these two women. Yeah. But, uh, so it's kind of fun, you know, doing yeah. stuff like that. I thought it'd be cool to do that kind of thing. But, really, right? Yeah. I'm, for like a, I've never done anything to that scale she's, before. She's looking for writers and stuff. We'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, dude, um, you know, rambling on, uh, you got anything else about the Little Green Men you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, if we get really into the whole thing, we could go all night. So <laughs> probably not. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know if you got any other news and museum stuff or anything. Um, well, like I said, our 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 mask. I mean, I know we covered that pretty good last time. Yeah, our last oh. episode, I was talking about our mask drive and things like that, and our yeah. supply drive did pretty good with that. Um, I once again like. To I mean, thank it's been a whole week since we last talked. Yeah, so. Mayor Pro Tem <laughs> Rocky Gillis. <laughs> yeah. Mayor Pro Tem Rocky Gillis, uh, thank you very much, of uh, again, City of Algonac, yeah. for bringing all that stuff. Um. In 4x4 news, not seeing much right now. Something big pops up. You're kind of packing up for something. (laughs) Oh, we got a little bit of static there, folks. I think you misheard what was said. (laughs) Yeah, all right. We will see. We will talk about those things after they happen. Ah, ah, yes. Good call. call. And uh, so, you no, you you posted on uh, Facebook that you were cleaning it out. You said uh, the, the normal smell of those vehicles is not cement mix? No, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, there was... And somehow you've acquired a stockpile of different size drywall screws, as oh, I understand Oh, my God. There were so many drywall screws in that thing. <laughs> Everywhere. And that's ear awesome. plugs. And, yeah, it was... With some, like, 57 right-hand gloves, four left-hand. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty bad. That is awesome. Somebody keeps stealing my left-hand gloves. That is awesome. So, all right, dude, do your thing. I know you, you're you ready. You've got it in front of you. Um, yeah. So go ahead. Bichon. Okay. Well, if you guys do have any questions or comments about this or any of our episodes, get a hold of us on our 4x4 Talk page on Facebook. Leave us a question or comment. Find that just with a quick, Google, or quick search on Facebook for 4x4 Talk. A few quick questions, and we'll get you right into the page and go ahead and ask away. Uh, we do have a lot of bonus content available on patreon.com slash radio. Access as low as $2 a month. You get a lot of extra content we don't go over in the show. It's a little more fun than, uh, I don't want to say more fun, but a little more loose. Than this. As if these two haven't been loose. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Last couple of weeks. I mean, we, yeah. we need to figure out something for episode 52 that we actually have Something good, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking a year in review. Anyways, uh, but if you are watching us on YouTube, don't forget to hit that thumbs up button to like it and subscribe. Um, oh, my God. Is 52 a year in a year? Yeah, 52 is one year. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, like and subscribe to us. Get access, or, you know, get all this content as it comes in. 
And as always, thanks for listening and have a good one, everybody.